Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors from everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I am your host, Janelle Carter. And I am Terry Carter. And I am so excited about today's episode because we are talking about snacks. snacks. Love our snacks. That's the best sound bite. <laughs> we are talking about food and foodie. We are foodies oh. to the max. Yes. And as we are recording this, we are currently in the holiday season. So yes. there have been a ton of snacks. You know, I I, I got to start this out with, I have a question for our listeners. Okay. How many? How many of you will not... Go out for a meal if you know it's going to be expensive. Ooh. Because, you know, it's, I mean, obviously, you know, money's tight all over. Mm -hmm. I'm sure everybody feels the crunch. And the thought of, you know, like a couple going out and mm -hmm. dropping $150, $200 on a meal, eh, you know, you can feed a family for, you know, what is it, a bucket of chicken for 20 bucks <laughs> or something like that? Yes. So... But I will be the first to say that is where I like to spend my money. Agree. Agree. And I've had this conversation with friends before um, that I have no problem. And again, it's not like you do it every night or, you know, or every, every week for that matter. But I have no problem spending a good amount of money as long as the food is exceptional. Mm-hmm. And the service matches it. And atmosphere. The atmosphere. Atmosphere. Is. Yep. Yes. Good bottle of wine, some great pasta. We are very picky mm -hmm. when it comes to dining out. And I think it's because I love to cook. Mm -hmm. And so if I feel like it's something that I could have made for like under 10 bucks and I've just dropped a pretty penny on it. Then I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, but you wouldn't have known about it had you not taken that chance. Well, no, no, no. I know, but that I think is why we have <clears throat> our our like favorite mm -hmm. place, Alberto. <laughs> our favorite place. We miss you. Yeah, we sure do. To go, and and that's why you know I'm but okay with it because it's special. Come on, the portobello mushroom oh. ravioli. Oh. But I could taste it right now. I could taste the butter and the garlic, and it's just the perfect mm -hmm. amount. It's so delicious. And when he makes me that seafood dish, mm -hmm. it's just like I. Folks, let's just get one thing clear right now: that Terry's a, a tiny bit spoiled, and Alberto, our favorite chef from Verona, Italy, who how we got just so lucky and blessed to have him right here in the smack dab middle of the Midwest. Just south of Chicago. I mean, this guy is the bee's knees. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and just a beautiful soul. Absolutely. So, but t he spoils Terry. Yes. And so, so Alberto makes Terry this, you know, seafood dish that's not on the menu. And I love him for that. <laughs> we get a lot of things that aren't on the menu. Like he'll bring out um, pecorino. You say that three times. Nope. Pecorino cheese with. Uh, drizzle of warm honey. Which I would have never in a million years thought about taking honey and putting it on cheese. But isn't, let's 
turn the corner for a second and talk about hot honey on pizza. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a thing. It's, you know, a spite for those of you who don't know, it's a spicy honey and you can make it at home really simply by taking a couple tablespoons of honey and like a tablespoon of chili garlic sauce or your favorite hot sauce and throw it in the microwave for 30 seconds and you can drizzle it on your pizza or your chicken or whatever. But on pizza, it's so great. Well, then it kind of goes to that whole sweet and salty thing then, in a sense. It totally and, does. And, you know. Well, you're getting your savory, you're getting your spicy, you're getting your sweet, you're getting like all of it in one bite, and it's delicious. So we should do that, because I, I would like another Christmas pizza. <laughs> Any kind of dinner around Christmas time, Terry labels a Christmas meal. So we had Christmas tacos mm-hmm. tonight. We had Christmas pizza with the kids mm-hmm. last weekend, I think. I love Christmas a- pizza. <laughs> Everybody's like, what's Christmas pizza? (laughs) Nope, it's just a pizza you get around Christmas time. Uh, So, yes, dining out, we miss it dearly right Mm -hmm. now. Oh, my gosh, we miss it. But we have fun cooking. Oh, my gosh. I don't have this figure for nothing. (laughs) My favorite thing to do is to cook in an open kitchen setting with people around, tasting the food and hanging with me and drinking wine and... um, having appetizers and that's just how I was raised. And then we have uh, a really good friend, which I I know you've heard me mention before, Jason. Mm -hmm. He is a foodie like we are and he's just passionate and he's a good cook, great cook. Mm -hmm. And he, he does a, he does a lot of different things that we don't. So it's great that we get kind of both worlds because he's kind of the smoker. He'll smoke stuff. He'll put a brisket in or he'll, you know, he'll come over and he'll just like tell you to open your mouth and he'll just, before you know it, you got like a, a quarter piece of brisket in your mouth. For sure. He's done that at shows. We've been in like getting ready to start a show and it's like tap, tap, tap on your shoulder and you turn around and Jason's like, open your mouth. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's the best thing I've ever had. Um, One of my favorite, favorite, most special memories was my birthday. Uh, Two years ago, we went to the winery in the day, which is one of my favorite places. A, it's a place we do, do not play. So it has that like sort of magical feeling mm-hmm. still. You know, when you play music somewhere, you kind of see like, well, the behind Buying the smoke and mirrors. mirrors. And it just does. It's like if you worked at Disney, you know, for instance, and kind of like learned all their trade secrets. It's just not maybe quite as magical. But um, this place, this winery that we love so much, we don't play. And so it, and it stays protected for us. And the thing I like, the thing we like about it is it's calm. There's no, you know, it's, there's not a lot going on. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's nice and quiet say. atmosphere. Again, they were back to the atmosphere. And, and it really is. The atmosphere is great. The wine is great. The charcuterie is great. I mean, we get the best of all the worlds. But my birthday that year, we went to the winery, went to two wineries and then came back here and Jason and you and my dad made homemade from scratch pasta. Mm. You rolled it out, cut it out. I have the best pictures. It was just so much fun. I mean, I had been to two wineries, so I think I made, <laughs> I think I made mushroom ravioli, but we did. Oh, you did, and it was fantastic. So, Alberto would be proud. Oh, thank you. I'll never forget. We got to ha- we had this opportunity with a friend of ours with our friend Bill. He is good friends also with Alberto, and Alberto was at his house on a Sunday. We were invited over 
And it was like someone famous. It was the first time we had like hung out with Alberto outside of his restaurant setting. And he was there cooking for a, like just for the people that were hanging out. So we had that kind of starstruck. Oh my gosh. It was like meeting your, you know. Yeah, your hero. Yeah. And I made Mamere's vinaigrette and he tasted it and he was like, oh, that's so good. And I was like, oh my God, <gasps> he likes my dressing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah, passion. Pa- I uh, show my love through food. And I thank you for that <laughs> from the bottom of my heart. When we met, you were a meat and potatoes guy. I, I still am. I still like it. But, but you were like just a meat and potatoes guy who called salad, ready, rabbit food. And well, But that was it. It was like yeah. you wouldn't. I mean, I gave you your first, first escargot. I gave you your first anchovy. Yes, but Mamera made the escargot. So that's well, right. That's not. Yes. I, I mean, right. Yeah. Mamera. It didn't is come my, out of a vending machine. So Mamera is my grandmother who was born and raised in France and trained by French chefs. <laughs> so everything. I hit the jackpot, baby. Man, everything <laughs> she makes is just, you know. I remember coming when we first met. Mm-hmm. Well, First together, mm-hmm. I remember coming to your grandma's house for dinner, mm-hmm. and I remember walking in the door, and I was kind of blown away because um, the table was set like a holiday, mm-hmm. and it was just mm-hmm. an ordinary, I don't know, Wednesday night or something. It was, yeah. and I came in, and there's like <laughs> bottles of wine all over the table, <laughs> and like the fancy dishes were out, the stuff that you know that you're supposed to just look at in the cabinet. Oh, yeah. No, and, those are used. Oh, and man. We, and we use them here. Yeah, we do. In fact, we had to buy a whole piece of furniture to house all of our fancy dishes. Yeah, I threw my back out <laughs> lifting it. Yes, you did. <laughs> was it worth it? No. Yes, it was. Oh, okay. Of course it was. Yeah. So, you know, I was raised in a family that we, our love language was food. You were raised a little bit opposite, weren't you? Yes. Um, our, I mean, and, and I'm not going to downgrade my mother's meals by any means mm-hmm. because she was a good cook. She was, she liked to bake. Um, but we were, I grew up with canned vegetables. And I remember like wishing for frozen. You know, just fro- I'll take frozen. Mm-hmm. My dad always had a beautiful garden in the summertime. I mean, tomatoes, watermelons. Mm-hmm. I mean, you name it. I mean, he he loved his garden, and we ate well from it. Did your mom can? Did occasionally, they, did they can? Yeah, occasionally, yes. Um, but every you know, and and I get it. Not every meal of the week. I mean, both my sure. parents worked for sure. You know, we know how that is. Yeah, now. yeah. So, I mean, my dad worked the day shift, mom worked the night shift, and so mm-hmm. she, she got dinner the best she could and and with what time she had. So, I hear that as a mom. Know. I mean, my kids make fun of <clears throat> us because, I mean, when they, they say when they move out of this house, the two things that they're never going to eat again are soup and cereal <laughs> because there have been many nights where it's what's for dinner. Well, well I can tell you. cereal. <laughs> I've got a couple of those growing up. I to this day will not eat 
a stuffed pepper, a green stuffed pepper. But you eat mine. No, I don't. I pretend to. I, I eat, uh, you know. Oh, the truth is out, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. I pretend to. I'll eat the insides, but there's just a, the whole cooked pepper when it gets black on the edges. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Okay. Um, so cooked pepper, um, stuffed peppers out. Salmon patties. We did a lot of salmon. Now, for, oh. for all of the amazing food I grew up with on my mother's side of the family and again like you said my grandma on my dad's side was a good cook too great baker i wonder if it's like the norwegian thread because your mom had the norwegian in her and my grandmother was norwegian it's a different type of cooking mm-hmm. versus european you cook everything like, to death well we had a lot of salmon loaf and i love getting those little what i thought were like crunchy pieces in my mouth those were actually the cartilage the bone right yeah, yeah i found that out i did later. too i that, that was the only enjoyable part <laughs> finding that was like a Finally, little yeah, like a little treasure kind of like, kinda like yeah. um they're kind of powdery well it's funny because oysters i don't think you've eaten oysters mm-hmm. before so oysters have a muscle and it's a little round disc if you will it's probably mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's round. It's small. Mm-hmm. Oysters aren't big. And when I was a kid, my dad and I used to eat oyster stew. So he would just basically take the oysters, put it in a pan, throw some butter in there, and then put some milk and bring it to a, a good simmer. And then throw some crackers in there, and it was very good. The milk, neither one of my sisters, he tried to get, he asked, asked my sister Kathy to try to eat an oyster. And she mm-hmm. said it would go down, come right back up. You know, it, she couldn't swallow it all the way. Yeah, she yeah, goes, yeah. they're just like, they're so slimy. They can't, you know. Yeah. But what I used to do is I would take all the muscles out of each oyster that I have and I'd make a little pile. Oh <laughs> Sounds terrible right now. Well, it, I know, looking back, it, yeah. it, it was because by the time I got to them, they were all cold. Oh, God. Did you eat them? And I would put them in a ball and eat them. Oh. Like a giant muscle meatball. Oh, my God. This just went from amazing, like people, their mouths are watering to people are shutting this stuff off right now. Well, no, because I'm, that's a whole different world. Oh, that's the right. world I grew up in. Well, sure. I mean, we had, you know, Spam. Yeah. Vienna sausage. How many people out there can, you know, remember or even know what I'm talking about when I say the Vienna sausage is in the little cans. Mm-hmm. And my dad, we used to take those out, put them on a plate, hot sauce and crackers. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't even have, we were not introduced well i was introduced for the first time to like a can of spaghettios with meatballs by my neighbor down the street at a sleepover i think i was about 15 years old other than that i mean if we had pasta it was pasta if we had sauce it was sauce if we had vegetables they were veg fresh it was we you know we didn't like it when we were a kid though we were the weirdos like when you have to go around your first grade class and tell what your favorite food is and you have to say snails. <laughs> I mean, people are like, ew, she eats snails. Gross. But then my friends started to love, you know, if any of my friends that have been to Mamere's house for escargot, they know it's amazing. Um, I didn't like cheese on my pizza for a very long time. And and now I know why, because we had like brie and camembert and like shredded mozzarella was just weird to me. So, yeah, we definitely grew up. And I think that comes out a lot. Like there are nights where I will say to you, what are you eating? And you're like a beef jerky and a piece of, you know, 
Kraft American cheese. That I found out of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. <clears throat> so, yeah, I am a self-proclaimed food snob. I am not afraid to admit that. But but I can go both ways. I am a food snob. I will definitely. But that goes to the whole point of I don't mind paying for when the time is right. You know, mm-hmm. when 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 you're going to do it, go do it. And, um, and But I, I also yeah. don't have a problem with a roller dog. <laughs> No, you don't. No, you don't. I like a good roller dog. I mean, I'm okay with a Cheeto, you know, here and there. Are we going to have to pay like all kinds of like royalties to every? I don't think there's a (laughs) brand name that we just named. But I don't think there's a brand name for roller dog. (laughs) No, you just made that up. Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, the gas station thing when you go in and all the hot dogs are on there. Yeah. Yeah. I have to draw the line there. Something that's really disappointing in my, um, older years here is like I'm getting older is that well one thing that happened is that um when I was 23 I developed a shellfish allergy (laughs) so sad and I think because I know how much I love shellfish it makes it even worse um, so that was one thing that was like a total bummer and then the second thing is that my stomach sucks like I have heartburn and indigestion all the time. Like I can look at a clove of garlic and be like, well, I need a pepsid. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. And obviously you can't help your allergy, but with that, I'm not able to eat seafood either. Now the shellfish anyway. Well, you still do. Well, I just, yeah, I either go in the other room or. It's hard to cook Try it when to. I'm home. Right. You know. You know, hey, give and take, you know. I mean, but I that's what like I mean, I could I could do some damage to two pounds of crab legs like nobody's business back in the day. Send me to Red Lobster and give me some of those Cheddar Bay biscuits. Caesar salad, glass of white zin. Cheap date girl. I mean it was great. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. But then talking of snacks, we're talking more of meals right there, but you know, snacks like when we play. You know, like if we're if we play, you know, a, a rare wedding reception or something like that, or or a, or a private party that's catered. Oh, I mean, I I would almost rather I'll take that more over the pay. <laughs> it's like right. you know, yeah, Kyle and I are both gonna feed us. Yeah, but I have. We scope you, out the shrimp box. You know, there's a yeah. big thing. It's just like, oh my goodness. You know this about me. I have legit like buffet anxiety. Don't I? Yeah, you do. Because I'm afraid there's not. I'm. I don't. I want to be the first one up there, and I want to make sure like I have a choice of all of it, and and then I overeat because I mean that might be like an issue. A whole other episode with. Maybe we need to get like a food specialist or something to call in, but a hypnotist. I do (laughs) stay away from the snack table. (laughs) I do have a buffet anxiety. And I'm going to be, I'm going to, I, it's confession time. Oh boy. When we play weddings as a band and it's time to get cake from the cake table. Most of the time the brides and grooms are, you know, they're very, um, welcoming and, and, and say, please have cake. Um, I, a lot of cake. I usually, <laughs> Eddie Izzard, yeah. little nod to Eddie Izzard. I will usually grab three or four pieces of cake and you come by me saying here's that cake you wanted i do 
that I, do that. I didn't I do that. want. Oh, yeah. Or I'll say, like, if there's somebody at the cake table by me, I'll say, oh, the guys send me up for their cake all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's all for me. That's awesome. But you don't eat four pieces of cake. But I have it there in case there's none left for later. Now, that's where my anxiety comes in. Or gluttony. Oh my gosh, is that gluttony? Why are you taking food out of other people's mouths? <gasps> Shame on you. Oh, come on. Oh. Really? <laughs> Give me a break. Oh my gosh. Um, favorite road snacks. We used to be better about Ooh. that. Well, we used to travel more too. Well, right, but then I think we learned our lesson. I would make tons of snacks and then like, you know, 45 minutes down the road, my stomach would hurt because we ate them all. Or we're just still stopping at a restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, having yeah. some. You know. We'd have a cooler full of snacks, and we're like, "Well, we still need. We still need real food." I love to taste food regionally, though. Oh yes! Like if we're gonna be in the South, I want. Oh, remember uh, Georgia? Well, wasn't it? Yeah, Atlanta. That was a bad experience. It wasn't a bad experience. Maybe the cat on the porch eating out of the off the plate. Oh, was- I thought you meant when we went for the chicken. All I wanted was yeah. Oh, no, all oh. I wanted was like real southern fried chicken, and we found a place in Atlanta. And the line, and we, mind you, we were traveling to Orlando, so we didn't have a lot of time. So the line was like down the street and around the block, not in a great area. And Terry said we were not going to do that. So I found another. I, I like how I just got blamed for that. <laughs> we found another chicken place, which was downtown atlanta mm-hmm. have you ever driven in at- traffic in atlanta it's no. like the worst in the country um so this place was downtown atlanta we finally found a place to park we we had to walk and walk we were lost i was crying you were so mad then we sat down and you looked at the table tent and realized it was a chain and there was one in chicago <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my god i i wanted to grab marley's hand and say let's get out of here she's gonna blow <laughs> I was so excited that we were going to, going to get this authentic chicken. But um, we went to a really cool place, I think, in Macon, Georgia, maybe? I think so. It was the, uh, where were the Almond Brothers hung out. And mm-hmm. um, that food was really, really It was good. very good. Yes. That was awesome. Good breakfast. That was authentic. I love authentic regional food. So what would you say? I mean, pizza, Chicago. Okay. Right. And what's so funny is living where we do, mm-hmm. there's some really not good pizza out there, too. So you got to be careful. Um, yeah, but. I mean, Frankie's. Well, yeah. yeah. Frank. Definitely. But, yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking Chicago. So um, deep yeah, dish. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, Italian beef, mm-hmm. you know, beef and sausage combo. Uh, it's kind of a Philly thing, but yeah. We got it too. Well, a Philly is a Philly steak, but Chicago has like the Italian dipped beef. Oh, you're right. You know? You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but you get those at the ball game, you know, mm-hmm. nothing like nothing in the world like a Wrig- Wrigley Field hot dog either. I think they're Vienna beef. Yeah. But it's just the way they steam them or something. Something or, is yeah. special. Yeah. It's got that magic on them. Yep. Chase that sucker down with an old style. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pepsi for days, folks. <laughs> Oh, we can talk. And you're paying about $150 for two people for that meal, too. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, we sure could talk about food and snacks all day long, couldn't we? You know, the thing I'd like to touch on again before we sign off mm-hmm. is um, we have two very dear friends that 
are kind enough to share this monthly thing that they get yeah. in the mail. It's a it's a box of treats, if you will, from all over the world. Yeah. And each each month is a different part of the world. Mm-hmm. Different country. A different country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what what do we just do? Was it Thailand? What did we do? No. No. We just had did we have Russia? No, I, I can't remember. I don't know, but it, it's the funny thing is, I mean, some of the you know, it's mainly chips and candies, things that aren't perishable. And um the funny thing is every time that we have it, and it doesn't matter where it's coming from, some things just never change. Mm-hmm. We have very similar things here because I mean it's kind of hard to reinvent the wheel, especially when you're doing processed foods and candies Correct. and things like that. Yeah. But it's really cool to get other countries um take on things, you know. It's like their junk food. Yeah, yeah. We we had that bag of chips that was what was it, eggs? It was like egg. Egg something. It was popcorn. It was popcorn. Pop yeah, like yep. egg flavored popcorn. And I gotta tell you, I loved it. It sounds gross, but it was really good. Yeah. I I feel like I'm the oddball out when it comes to this and I th- you're kind of yeah, but you're a little bit more skittish about trying new things that no, you don't. No, I don't think it's that. I think I don't like junk food, American junk food, let alone <laughs> Russian or Italian junk food. So, like, I can only handle so much. But it is fun to taste. So, the equivalent, like, if um, if we made an American box. We throw would dur- be in it? Doritos. I feel like Flaming Hot Cheetos. Yeah. Um, Winkies. Those like. That's never going to go bad. Wafer. Those wafers. The, like you can get they're like either pink, like strawberry or chocolate wafers. Oh, yeah. They stick to the roof of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. that's what we kind of like. Some of those right. things we get mm-hmm. are like the wafers. Um, Again, not going to go bad. Pringles. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of Pringle-y kind of maybe fruit snacks, yeah, things like that. Because there are some like kind of chewy fruit snacks, mm-hmm. um, like Swedish fish, or are those from Sweden? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, I think this is our longest episode to date, which tells you something about us. We love our food. We love talking maybe about. Maybe we will do a follow-up episode or start a cooking show to be continued. I would love a cooking show. I mean, do you know that when you I have cook... The, you have the, the cutting board for it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have the largest cutting board made. To, I mean, it, it's like if somebody's tree fell over <laughs> and they chopped it down the middle and set it on my counter. Yep. It's beautiful. I love it, honey. Thank you. It was a beautiful gift. Um, I think we should t- t- to be continued with this mm-hmm. episode about food. You know what? Comment below. You know, we'd love to... Hear your thoughts, your comments. Um, yes. What are your favorite yes. meals, your favorite snacks? What you grow up eating? What region are you in and what foods uh, make that special for you? We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Keep in touch, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is No Stage Lights signing off. I am Janelle Carter. And I am Terry Carter. We will see you next time. And take care of each other. <laughs>